0: Peace. What up, though? It's your boy, Jacoby Ryan, man. Thank y'all for tuning in once again. This is now episode number 30 of The More No The More I Don't Podcast, uh, Built Different. Um, thank y'all for tuning in. For those who this is your first time tuning in, thank you for giving us the opportunity. Um, thank you for giving us your time. I appreciate you, and I hope this provides you value. Um, for those returning, y'all know how it go. Uh, thank y'all. I appreciate y'all, man. Um, it's, been a, it's been a a long time. or It's been a A good time. Um, About, I mean, more than half a year now. And y'all continue to come back. And I I don't take that for granted at all. I really, truly appreciate that. Um, So, yeah, uh, the More No Tomorrow Don't Podcast. Basically, for those who don't know, uh, what it's about is I'm doing a campaign called 52 and 365 this year. Where I basically um, put out a new song, new music video, a new podcast, explaining that song every week. Um, of course, t- this is week 30, um, and I also just give my two cents on whatever I want to talk about that week, um, whatever that may be. So whatever my Twitter drafts look like or whatever my Facebook status is that I can only see myself look like, I use to talk about those um, where I, I, sometimes I got something to say and I don't want to say it on social media, so I feel like this is the perfect platform for it. So um, today, I want to talk about a couple things for Build Different. Um, of course, we're going to talk about the story behind Build Different. And uh, we gonna go from there. Um, but of course, for those who have listened to it before, y'all already know the background sounds, where it's coming from. Um, if this is your first time, I uh, have a cleaning company where I clean floors and office buildings. And basically, uh, the sound you'll hear in the background, uh, it may be a little weird, um, but excuse me, forgive me. Um, I-, I want it to be authentic and transparent as possible um, and really bring y'all in to what really what I be doing. Um so that's what these sounds are when you hear them Um now, uh other than that, uh it's a good week. I'm in a good place. Uh really grateful to be putting out built different, Been waiting a long time for that. Um so we're gonna talk about that. And um let's get into it. Alright, so uh week thirty, of course, built different. Um I wanna talk about how I feel like I'm built different this week. Um and how I feel like really the only way anybody can be built different. Um, so, accountability. You know what I'm saying? That's that's the only way that I think that I'm built different. You know what I'm saying? Um, outside of that, I think I'm, I'm the same as anybody else. You know what I'm saying? I'm just as fucked up as everybody else. I'm trying just as hard as everybody else, so on and so forth. Um, but my accountability is why I feel like I'm built different. And that's really what the only way that I feel like anybody can be built different as human beings, you know what I'm saying? Um, accountability is such a rare thing today um, in the world. So with that, like I think accountability is almost like this generation's like treasure, so to say. Like back in the day, you see these movies about Indiana Jones and cats like that who searching for this treasure and these generations, the the, the gold run and. Um, people just looking to cash in on valuable things. Um, and I think our generation's gold treasure, is accountability and And really, I mean, to be honest, it was the treasure back then too, um, in my opinion. Uh, Cause nobody's probably, there's probably never been a real generation that's like really been accountable like that. You know what I'm saying? Judging, <laughs> looking at America, I mean, America's never been accountable. Um, so, I mean, Accountability to me is the only way that anybody can be built different at the end of the day because we all mess up, we all fuck up, we all lie, we all do stupid shit, we all do stuff we know we shouldn't do, we all hypocrites, you know what I'm saying that's just what we are as human beings we're 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 confused creatures and and, and beings, and um we're hypocritical, you know what I'm saying and it's it's just a part of being a human being, and that's why I feel like the only way that I can ever actually in reality differentiate myself from anybody is through accountability. Now, I could say, yeah, I'm I'm better than this person. I do this better than that person. I, um, This is what I am. They're not. But all that's ego, and all that's not real. You know what I'm saying? All that's made up. Like, there's no possible way I'm the best at anything in the world. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's always somebody better. There's always somebody who looks better. There's always somebody who does something better. It's just ego for you to convince yourself of whatever you convince yourself of um however accountability i feel like that's the only real way that you can differentiate yourself from people because in my experience um and from what i read accountability is one thing that humans tend as 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 a natural instinct to stay away from just because it's so uncomfortable you know what i'm saying and it's so it takes time to work through um it's painful you know what i'm saying it's Confusing as fuck because you be like, I feel this way, but I'm doing this. Why is that? You know what I'm saying? And, and it don't make sense sometimes. And you got to face yourself. And most people don't want to do that. And there's value in, in doing and doing that work. You know what I'm saying? That's the inner work that I think people need to do, is look at themselves and be like, Why do I feel like the way I feel? You know what I'm saying? Is it because I've been watching the news all my life? Is it because my parents been telling me this? Um, is it because? this is what makes me feel good about myself? Or is it really a fact? Is it really something that is, that's true? Have I done the work to find out? Have I read books to confirm my beliefs? Have I done the work to confirm how I feel about myself? Have I been in the gym if I think I'm the nicest basketball player? If I, have I um, been reading books if I think I'm the smartest person in the world? Have I um, done the work, you know what I'm saying? Period, like ha- have I done the work or am I just saying this just to say it, you know? Um, Cause it's easy for anybody to say, it. as we all know, we can say anything we want to, but we're not, everybody don't take the work, the initiative to be accountable for what they do and put that work in to back up whatever they're trying to say. Um, and even furthermore, like in friendships, you know what I'm saying? Like people don't want to be accountable in friendships in, in, in itself. And like for me, like, and this is all my experience. This is not me saying this is you, this is what you should be, what what they should be, it's just me. Like, I feel like I'm the worst person I'm gonna ever meet in the world because I know how hypocritical I can be. I know how confused I can be. I know how fucked up I can be at times and how imperfect I am, but like, I don't put that on nobody else. Like, that's my fault, you know what I'm saying? And when when I do if I like, for instance, I'm I'm terrible at texting people back. You know what I'm saying? Oh, everybody listening to this who knows me, who who, who rock with me, I'm sure everybody knows this. And I bring that up because I'm aware that I I'm, I'm bad at texting back. You know what I'm saying? And when I when I see that, I tell myself like, if they get if the next time you see them and they mad at you, or if they difficult, or if they whatever like, it's your fault. You know what I'm saying? Like, you, you did this. You didn't respond to that text. And all you had to do was respond to it. Even if it was something, even if it could have been something as simple as, yo, I'm busy or y'all don't want to talk. Like, I didn't do that. So I can't be mad if they if they get mad. You know what I'm saying? Like, maybe it's, it may not be um, appropriate. Maybe I may not feel like it's valid. But that don't fucking matter. You know what I'm saying? Because I don't control what they do. I can only control what I do. So for me to, put any blame on anybody other than myself will be faulty you know what i'm saying and i feel like i'm lucky because i learned accountability at, at a young age and uh and since then i've learned how many people are afraid of being accountable and how, how many people won't be accountable um so like when i was a kid um in junior high high school junior high i was an arrogant little kid i was arrogant as shit and um I got brought down to speed real quick. You know what I'm saying? Like in one podcast, we talked about how I had uh, not made a team in seventh grade. So I I had, uh, for the full story, seventh grade, um, our school couldn't have a seventh grade basketball team. And mind you, I played basketball my entire life. That's been my whole whole identity, probably for the first 23 years of my life. And um, seventh grade, I get to junior high and the school don't have a budget for a 7th grade basketball team, so they cut the 7th bas- the grade basketball team and only had 8th grade and ninth grade. Uh, mind you, I was, like, the best player on my elementary school team. I was hyped to go to junior high. I was like, man, it's going to be a breeze. We're going to be good, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm, I'm going to be in there. So I find out we ain't got a 7th grade team, so I'm like, all right, ain't no problem. So they said they was going to take the uh, top 5 seventh graders. So, like, even still, I'm like, man, I, shit, I ain't got nothing to worry about. Like, I'm good, you know what I'm saying? Like, they, these niggas is not better than me. And they weren't, you know what I'm saying? I'ma keep it G, you feel me? Um, and so fast forward to after the tryouts, I go to look on the list, I didn't make it. And um, the cats who did make it over me were like, football players, like there were like two or three that were legit like, y'all should be there. And then there were like two or three um, who were football players who I knew, because the football, the football coaches coach basketball too. And I knew it was simply because favoritism or whatever um so i i storm out the locker room crying and shit and uh i had to and so that season the ymca took it upon themselves to have a seventh grade league so that seventh grade players could still play who didn't make the team so i had to spend that entire seventh grade year playing in the ymca you know what i'm saying and that shit was demeaning to my ego i was pissed off every fucking game every practice i was pissed off like Bro, like I should, I should not be here. Like this is not where I should be at. Um, so to to illustrate how that season went, my last game of the season, uh, I got a technical foul, fouled out, uh, got sent to the bench. I kicked the chair down on the ground, and my moms came and whooped me and uh, dragged me out the gym by my ear in front of everybody. Um, so <laughs> fast forward after seventh grade, um, I realized like I. Right, even though this is on some favoritism shit, maybe I'm not as good as I think I am and I need to do more, you know what I'm saying? So I took it upon myself to try and work harder. And I went back to school the next year in eighth grade and I started varsity, ninth grade. Uh, So that was my first real experience with like, okay, you need to be accountable and you need to quit worrying about things that aren't in your control, you know what I'm saying? So that's that. Now, high school comes, and high school man i'm like i got in a lot of a lot of trouble, you know what I'm saying um where I was just very my temper was terrible um and I was just hella bratty, you know what I'm saying like this snot nosed kid you know what I'm saying who's just self righteous and and um just very egotistical and I got in a lot of trouble and then i i got to my uh so i <laughs> I'll tell this story too um, one of my homies uh, coming up he had this girl who was who uh, we me and my homies always expected was like hoeing around you know what I'm saying and we didn't like that cause that's our boys you know what I'm saying like we like nah we ain't, that ain't flying like so we tell him yo don't do this but he's I mean he a real nigga he love her he going he gonna indulge Regardless of what anybody says, you know what I'm saying? Even as much as people clown, that's the man he is, you know what I'm saying? So you got to respect that. And so they was together, you know what I'm saying? And at a party, there were some things that were said, that rumors have spread, that didn't sound too good. I told my boy, and um, he broke up with her um, on Monday that next week. So I hear he broke up with her. When I come to school, I'm like, hell yeah, that's my dog. So when I see her at lunch, she crying and shit, cause he broke up with her. So I, <laughs> so I went up to her and pointed it in her face and started laughing, like, "How hi, high would you get? Don't be doing my dog like that. That's what's gonna happen. You know what I'm saying? Like, it is what it is." She cocked back and slapped the shit out of me in front of everybody in the middle of lunch. So I take my little string bag off at that time, like I'm finna do something, and I was just like, think to myself, Well, you ain't finna do shit." So I guess it's been there for like ten days. Um, matter of fact, that was I got in house or, or three days suspension or something like that, and then I got into it with a teacher um, in eleventh grade where he told, he said that I assaulted him. You know what I'm saying, me and my homie was we was at lunch, um, and you know how like back in high school we would like, um, we would like <laughs> slap the back of each other's necks. You know what I'm saying? Just randomly, just coming behind you and slap, slap the back of your neck, just playing i did that to him you know what i'm saying and i must have hit him a little too hard because he came back on me and like he popped the back of my neck a little too hard so we squared up and we looked at each other like yo we we, we boys like it's it's just playing so we we dropped it and then here come captain save student uh this teacher come tackle me to the ground you know what i'm saying and i'm like bro like we good this is already broken up like we not doing that we boys like it's just heated the moment type thing and he's like no no you need to go you need to leave He's like pushing me. You know what I'm saying and he got his, his hands on my shoulders trying to hold me and like continually push me back. You know what I'm saying so. I'm backpedaling and I'm putting my hands inside of his hands and like pushing them off. You know, what I'm saying like, yo, get off me. Like, it's, this is not necessary. So he take me to the principal's office and he was like, uh, This student assaulted me. Uh, this is an assault. Uh, this, this, this is not ex- tolerant. This is not tolerable. This is not acceptable um so the principal then just decides to suspend me for 10 days uh so when that 10 days like I ain't do nothing like my parents have me not doing anything you know what I'm saying like I'm in the same room no phone no computer all I can do is look out the window and eat whenever the food ready nothing else and um we, we took it to the school board and everything because we had it on, on film and like clearly i wasn't assaulting the teacher i was just getting his hands off me he was more so assaulting me now we gotta know how that go and um we took it to the school board they saw the video and everything my parents right there watching it you know what i'm saying and the school board still decided to stay for 10 days so i suspended i got to thinking it's my junior year you know what i'm saying i was like bro like you keep acting like this you like you could be justified as you. You could be as justified as you want to be. You know what I'm saying? Like it could be as right as you want it to be. At the end of the day, these people don't care. You know what I'm saying? These people don't care what your intentions are, how right it is, how you feel. If if they don't want you to to move forward, they have that power. You know what I'm saying? You can't control that. So you got to do everything in your control to put yourself in the best position possible. You know what I'm saying? So fast forward. Um, basketball season in 11th grade we go to state championship. And uh, from there, we lose. And um, I'm a junior, you know what I'm saying? And I'm the only junior that played varsity. I was like the, the sixth or seventh man that year. And um, all the other players were, were uh, seniors, so I'm the only junior. So I'm coming back, and I, on the way back to law, I'm thinking like, bro, like you gonna be the only junior coming back. And, um nobody else is playing varsity this is junior right now you know what i'm saying and you're not good enough to go to college next year so if you just keep on the same path you want now you probably you likely not going to end up in college because you're not gonna have the money to pay for it um and you're probably not gonna have the discipline to do the right things if you don't play ball so i was like either you got to use this summer to to get right or you got to deal with your con- with your choices for the rest of your life you know what i'm saying I just had to talk with myself, and I spent the rest of that summer just going in. Um, so that's what set the foundation for my accountability, personally. You know what I'm saying? Where I just realized, like me being careless, or not even being careless, but me just feeling like I'm righteous in whatever I do, no matter what, even if it's completely justified, like it don't, it's not gonna get me nowhere. You know what I'm saying? I have to control what I control and make sure I take into account that my actions put me at the mercy of other people if I allow them to. You know what I'm saying? So uh when I learned that, man, uh it took me a little bit to grasp it, you know. Uh but just being introduced to that helped me a lot in the future. And um now like 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 I said, like if I if I if I don't text somebody, if I um wake up late, if I show up late, there's no excuses, there's no its somebody else's fault is this fault it's just like yo this is what I did uh thanks for being patient, and whatever the consequences is I got to take it you know what I'm saying. I got fired um, from my job uh in March, and I think there were a lot more underlying meanings or underlying reasons here, but i i had, uh like I showed up to work like Five ten minutes late every day. You know what I'm saying? It's where I wake up like two hours early. You know what I'm saying? But I be in the bed for like an hour and forty five minutes, <laughs> and have to get to work. So I show up to work like five ten minutes late, and they were like, "You need to start coming to work on time." And I'm like, "Is this really that big of a deal? Like I'm still, I will be here thirty minutes later than I'm supposed to be. So really, I'm here longer than I should be, anyways. So what important? What what importance is this and stuff like that? Well, long story short and um, they fired me because they was like you you can't show up on time so like that so I was like took a deep breath was like okay I can't as much politics that I think is involved here I can't be mad because I gave y'all the opportunity I gave y'all the reason to you know what I'm saying and I feel like that's the only thing that's really differentiated me from anybody in my life you know um, where I just realized that like this shit is my fault whatever happens and it's my my duty and um, I need to make I, I can't take that lightly at all um, and then you talk about like what I talked about in the past few podcasts uh, with the seat of the soul and how consciousness is literally uh, being accountable for what you do for your intentions uh, I just learned even more like how important it is to be accountable and how different one can be built when they are accountable, you know what I'm saying? Because it says that uh, our energy doesn't die, you know what I'm saying? And our energy is directed by our intentions. So, and our intentions is where our energy lies. So, when I look at being accountable, like I said, in the universe, the universe, the universal energy recognizes accountability as I, right, you have the intention of getting this right you know what i'm saying everybody messes up everybody does things they shouldn't do um, but the difference is who's accountable and who's not and it says it makes the argument that um when one messes up and they are they're accountable for it and they say okay this is my bad i need to get this fixed the universe conspires to say okay we know your intentions to get this right we know you're you're conscious of it and we know you're being accountable." So we're going to do everything, to, to put the, we're going to put everything in your way that, to challenge you and, and make sure you get this fixed. Because uh, you, that's your real intention, you know what I'm saying? We're going to set it up for you. So that's now a path to the higher level of consciousness because now you've shown that you're accountable, you've shown your intention. And the universe has acknowledged that and that it says that the universe gives you the benefit of temptation which is the dress rehearsal for karmic energy, um, where karmic energy, of course, is a, uh, I mean, for every action is a reaction. And it says when, you are, when you're accountable, the temptations come where you're able to t- be challenged without facing consequences if you make a wrong decision of, for, like, of you having to have negative energy in the future. You know what I'm saying? Since you're accountable, you get the benefit of temptation where you have this trial run, basically, of uh, trying to get over what it is you're intentionally trying to fix whereas if you're not conscious and you're not accountable for it the universe doesn't give you that benefit of temptation the universe goes directly to the karmic energy to where you mess up and you say, oh it's not my fault oh it's for something else oh this is what it is, this is an excuse the universe is like, alright you don't want to be accountable you don't want to, uh, you don't want to realize and, and acknowledge that everything in your life is your fault cool, you're going to have to deal with this karmic energy until you realize that you need to be accountable and we're going to make shit as hard as fuck for you as long as it needs to be until you realize everything in your life is your fault and so when they talked about that that just confirmed with me like how important accountability was where it's like everything in my life is my fault you know what I'm saying and for me to ever think anything isn't is wrong and and even on that, that tip like We need to understand that that accountability is required for personal growth personally as well as for institutionals institutionally and and, and collectively. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not mutually exclusive for me to hold myself 100% accountable for my life and what happens in my life and where I'm at in my life and what goes on in my life while also holding accountable... America for not being accountable for its bullshit, for its 400 years of slavery that it was never been paid for, for its genocide of of Native Americans, you know what I'm saying? For its continued uh, exploitation of of middle class workers by corporations, and the fact that it's literally bought by corporations and it's ran by corporations. Like, we can't we can't sit up here and be like, oh, you can only be accountable for you. You can't you can't be you can't hold anybody else accountable at the same time. Like. That don't even make logical sense. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like anybody who is accountable as a direct result of being accountable holds whatever they love accountable as well. You know what I'm saying? Because they understand the value of it. And they understand how important it is for us to be accountable. You know what I'm saying? Like, I have... It's a close relationship in my life where it's not it's not been the same at all for, like, six, seven years. It's a really, really, really close relationship to me. But I can't... I can't... If I love you and I, and I rock with you, like... I understand the importance that accountability has had in my life and what's manifested in my life and how I've been able to gain control over my life through it. So I can't, if you, I can't sit and let somebody I love just not be accountable and act like everything is all good, you know what I'm saying? If you're not going to be accountable, I'm not going to share my energy with you. I'm not going inter- to intermingle my energy with yours. Uh, accountability is like a requirement for me for people who I'm around. Um and when I mess up, I don't expect somebody else to come to me and uh make things work, um, start the conversation. No, if I mess up, that's my responsibility. You know what I'm saying I need to go make that right. Um when I was in school, you know what I'm saying? If I was if I didn't make a good grade, it's not the teacher's responsibility to come to me and ask me what's going on. It's my responsibility to go to the teacher and be like, yo, how, how do I fix this? You know what I'm saying? What's, what did I do wrong here? Initiative is, is, is crucial, you know what I'm saying? And I just think a lot of people haven't really grasped that and, and I don't know why. Um, I know for me personally, I didn't grasp it for a long time because it was uncomfortable but it was uncomfortable for me to look at myself and say, you, not, you, you really not in control of yourself. You know what I'm saying? And you don't even know why you're not in control of yourself. Um, there were also times where it was just like, I want to be right. I don't want to be wrong. So I don't give a fuck how it looks or or, or, or what this, um, does to me in the long run. I'm not, my ego is too strong for me to take accountability and for me to say I'm wrong, for me to say I should have did something better. You know what I'm saying? And I've been there, you know? And that's why I don't really get mad at people who, who aren't accountable because I get it. Like, I understand. You know what I'm saying? And everybody got their own journey, um, but I, I, I do think it's, it can't be emphasized enough how important it is to be accountable um, in today's world, uh, in any world, you know what I'm saying, at any time. Um, but yeah, that, that's, that's, that's been the value of accountability for me, and that's why I feel like that's the only way anybody can be built different, you know what I'm saying, because... When you're accountable, you get better. Like you face the reality of things. You face the fact that I can't shoot the ball, so I need to get in the gym all summer. You know what I'm saying? Whereas if you operate from your ego and you're like, Oh, I missed fifty shots, but well, fuck it, I I can shoot. I I just need to shoot some more. Just give me the ball some more, I'll shoot some more and I'll make it. No, that's damaging, that's destructive. You're not taking a step back and looking at like, okay, what's the proper way to go about this? What's wrong? How do I fix this? You know what I'm saying? And that's the only way that anybody can improve You know what I'm saying So again, like, to be built different You have to, like, continuously grow And continuously improve And you can't do that without being accountable Like, it's not possible So accountability, in my opinion Is, like, the paramount value Because everything flows from accountability If you're, accountab- if you're accountable, you're honest If you're accountable, you have integrity If you're accountable, you um, are, have take initiative you're proactive. Um, you have a plan, you have a strategy. Um, you think about things intentionally, you're intentional. Um, accountability, in my opinion, is what is what flows everything, you're saying love, even love itself. Like, like I said, I don't believe in love being this moral, intimate thing. It's just this life energy that creates things, you know? And I feel like uh, accountability when we learn about the power of that love and the power of what we can do accountability just gives it a racetrack or gives it a, a skeleton gives it an infrastructure where it's like all right now as long as i hold myself true so whatever it is i need to be doing uh, i'm gonna be good and on the right path because a lot of us lie to ourselves a lot of us say no nah, i'm not addicted to this no nah, i'm not struggling with that no nah, i'm not um Messing up. No, I'm not in a bad spot in my life. Because it's hard to look at yourself and say, man, I, spent, I, I wasted time. Or man, I, I've been a victim of myself. Or man, I've been playing a victim. Or man, I've, I'm ignorant as fuck. and I'm stupid as shit. And I don't know anything. Everything that I've, every opinion I've ever spewed out to anybody, anybody is based on my ignorant emotions and feelings. That's hard work. That's inner work, you know? That's why I feel like accountability and inner work itself are so crucial, and so important, and so valuable. Week 30, built Different. Produced by DG Beats. Um, shout out to my guy, DG Beats. Um, I started working with, or working with his beats. I don't know him personally yet, but I've been working with his beats for the past three or four years, and um, I actually got put onto his beats by a homie who he asked for a feature a few years ago and I was like, yo, I don't try for features yet, um, but you can just give me a beat, you know what I'm saying, and I'll do the feature for you. So he sent me the link to DG Beats and I went through it and he was like, just pick out what you want I got you. So I did it, he showed it to me, and that song that turn it, up, turn it out, ended up turning out to be close. Um, <laughs> uh, which, of course, George TV produced. Um, George was featured on. Excuse me. Um, so from there, I just frequented his page because he had new beats on a lot on his page a lot, so I can look, choose, search, and choose them as far as which ones I wanted to work with. So I've been working with him ever since. So I wrote this a couple years back, uh, probably like a year and a half, two years ago. And, um, just some clarity, some context, and clarity on um, how I pick beats and like my process with that. Um, a lot of producers want to do custom beat sessions where they say, yeah, let's link up, um, we'll work on a beat together from the ground up and make something we both want. And I don't like doing that, you know what I'm saying? And it seems like I'm in the minority in that as far as artists and producers go, uh, and I don't know what their process is, but like, for me, when I've tried it before, it's never worked, um, because, mainly because of me and how my mind works, you know what I'm saying? Uh... So first off, like, I'm not a producer, so I don't know what I want. You know what I'm saying? I don't know what my sound is. I don't know what sounds good or what I'm a, if we starting, I don't know what's going to sound good when we finish. You know what I'm saying? So all these questions from the producer. Are like, you like this? This sound good? That's all they always ask me. And I'd be like, yeah, it sounds good. But then 30, 45 minutes later, I'd be like, bro, this don't sound good no more. I don't like this. So now I got to tell them, yo, I want to start over again with something new. And I respect the producers' craft too much to have them sitting there working for 30, 45 minutes and then be like, yo, we got to scrap this. I'm doing something else. I don't want to do this no more. Like, I feel like that's disrespectful, you know. Um, so to keep from doing that, I prefer producers to just have beats available that I can go search through and, and choose from and go from there um, because I don't know what I want or what I like. You know what I'm saying? If I did, i make beats myself. Um, so when producers say that, I'm not going to lie, sometimes I feel like Producers want to do that to to save face and to not really um, take full responsibility of that role, of that position. And this is not all of them. Uh, this is just some of them. I think so. Um, where they want to ask me what I like, what do I, what, how I want it to sound. So that once it's done, like there's no excuse for me not not to rap on it or whatever. And that's just like for me, like I like a beat. For three days And then I'll never like it again You know what I'm saying That's just how I am So That process is futile to me It's It don't work for me It hasn't worked for me Um Because like I'm I'm just too all over the place I guess Um And like I don't really have a style If you listen to the past songs This whole year And this campaign Like It's all over the place You know And I'm just I'm, I'm continuing to develop And I'm not getting In any I'm not in any box You know what I'm saying It's just continuing to get more And more diverse And um esoteric so i mean i can't sit here and say this is my style this is my sound this is what i want because like i want a lot you know what i'm saying and really i operate with my soul uh, as far as my my craft goes so like it's just whatever speaks to my soul whatever i feel like inspires me and i can't there's no formula for that i can't memorize that you know so that process with the custom beats just don't fit me too much so that's why i prefer producers who have beats available that I can just go and choose from and be like, okay, I like this, I rock with this, I don't rock with this, so on and so forth. Um, but build different, you know what I'm saying? When I wrote it, I wrote it probably like a year and a half, two years ago, and um, really it was just a matter of people treating me like, like not really treating me with the respect I feel like I deserve, you know, where I wasn't approaching them about it, I wasn't complaining about it, I was just taking notes and being like, all right, word, and then taking that and using that to better my process and better how I do things, you know, just because anything else is is unproductive. Like, me bringing it to their attention is unproductive because clearly they wanted to do it. So let's just roll with it and um, make the best out of it. What's in our control? So that's what I did, you know? And um, I don't think I'm better than anybody. Like, I think I'm worse than everybody, to be honest. Um, I do a lot of bullshit and I'm, I'm not perfect and I fuck up a lot. But I do think I'm built different. <clears throat> and just what I said earlier, like, with my accountability, like I think that that's my biggest strength. Uh, that's been my biggest strength up to this point so far, I feel like. And um just seeing people sleep on me, disrespect me, slice subliminal shots. Like I've I've noticed quite a bit over the past few years, especially late um twenty eighteen and especially this year. Uh this subliminals and the little sneaky things that they don't think I catch and I catch it all. Or I catch a lot of it, and I don't say nothing about none of it, cause it's, it's futile. You know what I'm saying? So I take that information and use that, and be like, all right, cool. Like keep that same energy, cause I'm gonna make sure I remind you about it once shit manifests. Yeah. And um, so I uh uh and writing that, uh, that was where I, really where I was, where it was just proving like. Um, this is something different here, you know, and as well. Like my pops told me um, that he was, uh, I don't know, I'll uh, sh- keep that between me and him. Uh, but it was just something about my name and how he got my name. Um, and just looking at how, like, my experiences and understanding my experience with the creator and how, he's, or how the communicator has communicated to me, what my purpose is and why I'm here. And just knowing that, like, and seeing how people move and operate, I can tell I'm built different. Because, like, some cats be like, like, the way they be, like, they cold. I'll be like, bro, where are you from? Like, do y'all think this is cool? Like, is this what y'all think is cool where y'all from? Like, where, who, what OGs instilled these corny-ass values in you? You know what I'm saying? Like, how did you get to this point to think this is decent or appropriate and just seeing how different it was where like I can't imagine myself normalizing some of the shit people do you know and, and people will take it as like oh it's just what it is it's just me and, and take me and leave me whatever and like I can't I can't be around that like one requirement I've developed um or evolved to require is accountability like, I can't be around nobody without that you know and um I feel like that's what being built different means um, and, of course, the first verse, uh, just really likening everything to different characters, things that were built different, you know what I'm saying? And um, connecting that to me. And then, of course, uh, looking at how how much people, like, operate out of their ego. Um, especially learning that over the past couple of weeks where I didn't even know this when I wrote this song. But just think, seeing how many people operate out of their ego... And are unashamed about it and are proud of it, you know what I'm saying? And are indulged in that in they self. Like, I'm not built that way. Like, I I don't need the the lip service, you know what I'm saying? I don't need the announcements. I don't need the attention and all that, you know what I'm saying? I'd rather substance than spectacle. And um, most people are not built that way. And we talked a little bit about it last time or or earlier today where it's just... um, it's uncomfortable for people to do, you know? People that operate out of the soul rather than the ego. The ego is easy. The ego is instant gratification. The ego is self-indulgent. The ego is I feel good. Soul a lot of the time is like denying yourself for some shit that you don't even know you're gonna get. Or denying yourself for a reason that you don't even think is worth it sometimes. But it's like the principle of it keeps you, keep, keeps you, keeps you straight, you know what I'm saying? And that makes you overpower the emotion of it. And I think that's that's powerful and valuable. And um I've learned a lot in, in doing that, you know what I'm saying? And then like when you look at even deeper with your story I just told y'all, um, like when seventh grade, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I, I was crying and shit and I was mad when I ain't made a team, but a nigga came back in in, in eighth grade and started on a ninth grade team after I didn't make the seventh grade team, you know? Uh so there's different things like that with resiliency and and, and sticking to it and being principled, and not dependent, you know what I'm saying? Uh, I, I'm, I'm very, like, with my team, I've spent the past three years um, trying to manifest through, through vision and words. So, like I need a team that like, believes in me proactively, where they believe in the vision, you know what I'm saying? And that's come to be, you know, like, there are people dropping into my life um, who are literally intentional on helping manifest the vision. And it's not about me, it's about the purpose. If they connect with the purpose and the purpose is something that connects us and allows us to work and build together. And we have roles, the defined roles that aren't intersectional, where there's some confusion or there's some jealousy or there's things like that. Like it's all functional, you know? And um, I think that's built different in itself because most people just want to create groups just to create groups, just to feel like they're a group. Like there's no real function there it's just you do this what you can you do this you do this and it's like where's the functionality where's the purpose where's the intention and i've been grateful to have been given um opportunities to have a team you know to build a team so i'm appreciative of that um let's build different Um, like i said i wrote that a couple years ago and there's a lot that i've been through man um the biggest story i want to tell y'all is coming up really really soon I'm going to open up about that um, over the next probably month and a half. I'm going to talk to y'all about what I've, one of the biggest things that I've wanted to do this year. You know what I'm saying? When I started this in January, I had this on the calendar in, in August, September to start talking about it, you know. So I'm going to start getting into like a lot of what inspired a lot of what I do now and a lot of, and a big part of my journey over the past few years. Um, so. Stay tuned. Thank y'all for listening this week. Uh, Again, this is episode 30, the More More Tomorrow Don't Podcast. Uh, This was Built Different. Again, produced by DG Beats. uh, Mixed and mastered by our homie, Joyce Ativa. Thank y'all for listening once again. Um, We got next week, week 31, ever since I found you. Um, So we'll see y'all next week, man. Y'all have a good rest of the week. Be great. Be grateful. Peace.